The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Masechet Rosh Hashanah has been sponsored by Mr. Soli and Cheryl Mizrahi. Hashem Alehem Yihyu for the Hatzlacha of both of their families, for Bezat Hashem, health, happiness, Rab continued success, and of course, uh, much nachat and uh, pleasure from their children. Hiratzon, in the zechut of their dedication to the Masechet Rosh Hashanah, they will be zocher for good judgment, they will be zocher for good beracha uh, and mazal in all their endeavors. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated for Rufu'ah Shalema of Ahava Bat Esther and Aster Bat Bertha. Dedicated today by their parents, for again, for the Rufu'ah Shalema of Ahava Bat Esther and Esther Bat Bertha. Daf Chaf. Today's daf is being studied there in Nishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihanu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Rufu'ah Shalema. Eliyahu Chayim Ben Shafi'ah Sofia. Elna Lefanalo, Elna Lefanalo, Elna Lefanalo, Rufat Nefet, Rufat Aguf, Rufat Oker, Omar Avom, Vechen Yirasom and Omar, Amen. We begin today's daf on daf Chaf Amud Rishon, and we are on the second line. The Gemara begins, Ika De Amre, which means now we're going to bring a proof that the Adar, that comes before Nisan must be Haser, which means it is only 30, uh, 30 days, 29 days, and the 30th day is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So comes the Gemara and says, Ikadamni, we have another version, Amar of Nachman, Af Anan Name Tarina. Says we learned in the Mishnah, it says Al regarding two months, the witnesses that go testify. In Yerushalayim, so they're able to be mechalel the Shabbat. On which months is that? On Nisan ve'al Tishri. Right, regarding the months of Nisan and Tishri. I amar pishlama. If you're going to say, le'olam haser, that what? That the Adar is always haser. That's why we're going to be mechalel. Why? The mitzvah lekadesh ala re'iyah. Because the Hachamim are always going to sanctify Rosh Chodesh Nisan on the 30th day. Because Adar is always Haser. And therefore whether the witnesses come or whether the witnesses don't come, they're going to have to sanctify it. So therefore we want to do anything to get the witnesses to go there, to be there, so they can sanctify it Alpi Hariyah. So therefore you see what, the reason why it can be Mahalel is because Davka Adar is Haser. And therefore in order to allow Betin to make the Kiddush HaChodesh the proper way, meaning Al Yedeh, Edim, so therefore we allow them to be Mahalil Shabbat for those two months. Amar, but if you're going to say Zimnin Male, Zimnin Haser, if you're going to say sometimes Adar is 29 days and sometimes it's 30 days, which you can fluctuate, why would we let the witnesses that are going to testify be Mahalil Shabbat? Let us just push it off till tomorrow, which means instead of making the Rosh Hashanah on the 30th day, 
push it off, and make it the next day. Which means, if any way it can happen on one of the two days, why would I have to force witnesses to come on day 30, to be mehalil Shabbat to get them there to day 30, so we can sanctify on day 30. I'll tell them, you know what, don't come on day 30, wait another day till tomorrow, and uh, we'll uh, sanctify it on day 31, which is any way if you could make Adar, Haseru Maleh, what's the rush to force the Edim to come and testify, and to be mehalil Shabbat in the, uh, in the interim. And then the explanation must be what? That Adar is always Chaser. And since Adar is always Chaser, so therefore on the 30th day, it's going to be Rosh Chodesh Nisan regardless, whether the witnesses show up or not. Therefore, we'd rather the witnesses show up. Why? So we can be conditioned on Piyad Iyah. We want to be conditioned the right way. However, again, if it was Chaser or Maleh, so what are you worried about? They're going to show up on day, uh, day 30? They're going to show up and it's okay, we'll tell them, you know what? Stay over here, or don't show up on day 30. We'll say, don't, don't, don't travel on Shabbat. But we're going to come a day later. So you come a day later, so you come on day 31. So we'll sanctify it on day 31. Big deal. You can make Adar either Hasid. Well, it's a proof that Adar is Hasid. So the Gemara says, Eid ikla yom shiloshim b'Shabbat. You're right, the whole premise is correct. If the 30th day of Adar, or the 30th day of the cycle comes out on Shabbat, then you're right, which means we'll tell them what, don't travel on Shabbat, and we'll end up making Rosh Chodesh on day 31, which is Sunday, and then already it makes sense, however, what are we talking, we're talking about where day 31 came out on Shabbat, and therefore, what was the case? The case was that they could not, obviously you cannot sanctify it on Shabbat, right? They're going to travel on Shabbat. If, you, if, you don't get, if they don't get there by Shabbat, I should say, when are you going to sanctify it? You can't sanctify it on uh, Sunday. Sunday's already uh, too late. So therefore, in the case where the 31st day fell out on Shabbat, so therefore you have no uh, choice but to tell the uh, witnesses to travel on the Shabbat in order that we can make the sanctification. The mitzvah lekadesh ala reiyah, because it's a mitzvah to sanctify it according to the reiyah. Look at Rashi. Rashi hacha. See Rashi dibur matir hacha. Hacha diktani mahalalin. The case of it that we said with mahalal the Shabbat. Kegon, what's the case? The ikla yom shiloshim vehad be Shabbat. Velo nira hodesh etmol. And the moon was not visible the day before, which means on Friday. Ela yom. The first sighting of the moon was what? Friday night, which is the 31st. The ina lo Because even if these witnesses don't show up to Betin, what's going to happen? They're going to sanctify it anyway. Mekachele Betin. Haidana. The endeka hodesh jotra shiloshim. Because you cannot have a month more than 30 days. Or mekachele shiloshim. Because they're going to sanctify without edim. Hilkach. Mehalilin the kadesh al reiyah. Therefore, we can mehalil for the reiyah, which means we thought to bring a proof from this statement. That what? We thought to bring a proof that must be Adar was Hasid. And Adar was Hasid, that's why we want to bring them specifically on Shabbat, so they can get there on day 30, so we can sanctify it, al be the Adim, because someone's about to sanctify it, be Adim. But we said, I mean, if, it's, if it fluctuates between 30 and 31, so then well, what's the difference? So, so they'll come on 30, you push them off to Sunday. So no, that's no option in this case over here. Because we're not talking about where Shabbat is day 30 and Sunday is 31. We're talking about where Shabbat is day 31. And therefore, if you're not going to accept the witnesses today, so therefore you're not going to have a, uh, you're not going to have a, a, a Kiddush Ayyadeh Re'iyah. So therefore you have no proof 
to what we're trying to say that there's talking about Hatser. I can even tell you it's a case of Malay, but the case was the Malay ended up on Shabbat, and therefore you needed the witnesses to come on Shabbat to Mahalil the Shabbat in order to be Kadesh Alpi. The Iya comes to Gemara and says, Mativ Rafkana. Rafkana brings a question. Kisham Mikadesh Kayam, when the Betta Mikdash was around, Mahalilin Af Al Kulan. They were Mahalel Shabbat for all the 12 months. Not only in Nisan and Tishri, for all the 12 months. Why? In order to establish the Qurban, which would be wanted the Qurban of Rosh Chodesh, the Musab of Rosh Chodesh, to be brought in the proper time. And therefore, every month was uh, necessary for them to come at the proper time. So now we're throwing out Mitzvah Kadesh That's not the reason anymore. It's a Mitzvah to sanctify the month of Piriyah. The Mitzvah is what? But we should know when Rosh Chodesh is, so we can bring the Qurban Musaf in the proper time. So if all the other months are for that reason, Nisan v'tishri nameh, lab mishum de mitzvah l'kadesh al Which means now we see that Nisan and Tishri, the reason why you mehalal Shabbat for those two months, is not because it's a mitzvah l'kadesh al it's a mitzvah to establish the holidays at the right time. Just like we're concerned about Rosh Chodesh, so too we're concerned about Nisan and Tishri, because you have the Hagim. So therefore, iya amar b'shtama zimnin maleh. Vizimnim Hasir, if you're gonna tell me that sometimes Adar can be Malin, sometimes Hasir, Mishumahi Mahalilin. That's why you have to be Mahalil. Because since it fluctuates, so therefore you're gonna have to know exactly what it is. In order that the Pesach is gonna come out at the right time, and Kippur will come out at the right time, and Sukkot will come out at the right time. In the Yamat, the Olam Hasir, but if you tell me that, let's say, Adar is always Hasir, so what's the quote? What do you mean? It's, it's, it's an automatic. You know that Adar has 29 days. Then the 30th day is the first day of Nisan. And you just count the uh, 15 days and you have Pesach. What's the, what do you have to be Mahalil Shabbat for? Amai Mahalilinan. What are you going to be Mahalil for? The Gemara concludes on this. To Yufta. Indeed it is a question. So again, this last point over here is really the knockout. The Gemara wanted to say that what? That Adar is Hasir. Oh, Adar is always Hasir? Yeah, if Adar is always Hasir... Now we're learning a new reason why we send out the uh, witnesses and we let them even go on Shabbat. Why? Because we want to know exactly when Rosh Chodesh is to bring the Qurban. So similarly, we want to know when Pesach is so we can bring the Qurban out of Pesach as well as uh, we know when the holiday is. Good. And that's what you mahalal Shabbat. So you know when Pesach is. Well, if it's always Chasir, you know when Pesach is. Once already, you know, Adar is always 29 days. I don't have to mahalal Shabbat to get to know when the uh, when the holiday is. Oh, that's only going to work this bright. If you say that sometimes it's Malay, sometimes it's Chasir. And therefore, you need to know, according to the witnesses, what it was. In order to make Pesach at the right time. So the Gemara really leaves it in the Tiyufta, according to the opinion that says that it is indeed Chasir. Comes the Gemara and says, Ki ata ula. Ula came from Eretz Israel. Amar, so he said, Avrua le'elul. The rabbis in Eretz Israel added an extra day to Elul. Jeez, they made Elul a 30-day month. Amar Ula, so Ula said, Friends in Babylonia realize, What benefit we did for them? Should they realize what a benefit it is now that we made an extra day for Elul? How the people in Bavel are going to benefit? So the Gibraltar says, what do you mean? Not forever, for that year. So the Gibraltar says, what's the benefit by adding an extra day to Elul? Ula Amar Mishum Yarkaya. So Ula said, because of the vegetables. What's the concern? 
Tarkamim were concerned that if you're going to have Shabbat and Yom Tov back to back to each other, mm-hmm. either let's say Yom Tov on Friday or Yom Tov on Sunday, so the concern was by the second day the vegetables are going to be spoiled, going to become uh, wilted, and therefore Tarkamim would establish the calendar in order to separate Shabbat from Yom Tov, in order that you don't have a problem with the spoiled vegetables. Says, no, the reason why they separate because they don't want Shabbat to come back to back with Kippur. Because they don't want Kippur to be on Sunday. Why? Because in that case over there, if somebody dies, you're not going to be able to bury them not on Shabbat, nor you're going to be able to bury them on Kippur. So therefore, they would establish the calendar by eating an extra day to separate Shabbat from Kippur. So comes the Kippur and says, My Benayu, what's the. What's the nafkamina between the two reasons? If you hold Yarkaya or you hold Metaya, I'll give you the case. Simple. When Kippur comes out on Sunday. According to the opinion that says you're concerned about the Metin, so you'll add an extra day. Because bottom line, you cannot bury not on Shabbat, not on Kippur. But according to the one that says the issue is the vegetables, when are you going to need the vegetables? You're going to need it Sunday night for the breaking of the fest. Why Motzei Kippur? Let him go out and get fresh, fresh vegetables. You can pick the vegetables, not the Yom Tov. It's Motzei. So therefore, that would be enough coming out between the two reasons. And it, would you make an Ibud in Elul if Kippur comes out on a Sunday for the meat met situation? You got to do it because bottom line, you can't bury on either day. So the vegetable situation, what are you worried about? Vegetables are Motzei Kippur. Shabbat, you have your vegetables. Kippur, you're not eating vegetables. When's the next time you're eating? Motzei Kippur. Motzei Kippur, go out to the fields and cut the uh, cut new vegetables. According to the opinion that says the issue is the vegetables, why is the old of the the metim issue? Which means, granted, the irakot issue doesn't apply, but he should hold of the metim issue because that's also a uh, an important uh, reason. Really, everybody holds of. That reason as well. But you know what the Nafkamina is? Yom Tov Asamuch Le Shabbat Ben Milifanea Ben Milahadea. Let's say the case is Yom Tov. Where Yom Tov falls out either on a Friday or Yom Tov falls out on a Sunday. Mandaman Mushum Yarkaya Ma'avrina. Going to the one that says the issue is the vegetables, so you gotta add an extra day to Elul. Because bottom line, we don't want Yom Tov. Either on Friday you'll have the vegetables, but Shabbat you're not going to have vegetables because it's the second day, because it's going to be wilted already. Or Yom Tov is on Sunday, so by Sunday the vegetables are going to be wilted, so that's a problem as well. But according to the opinion that says the issue is the metim, no problem on Shabbat next to Yom Tov. Why? Because we learned already in Masikat Betzah that it's permissible to bury the metim on Yom Tov al goim. So therefore, while Shabbat you cannot, and Kippur you cannot, but on Yom Tov you can. So therefore, I'm not worried about Mimitim, he says in that case over there, because you can bury them al yadeh goyim. So comes and therefore, that ca- and, and that rabbi over is not worried about the vegetable issue. And therefore, since I worry about the vegetable issues, there was no reason to add an extra day to Elul. So that the Gemara says, Ulmanda Amar Mishum Metaya, Le'avare Mishum Yerkaya. Why is not the Yerakot issue? But if Shar Bahamimeh. He says, no, because there is a way to preserve the vegetables by soaking them in hot water. Which means, let's say Shabtov is on Sunday. 
So no problem. Shabbat you eat your vegetables. Whatever you have uh, left over, keep them in hot water, and the hot water will cause them not to spoil. So therefore, when, when it's a Shabbat Yom Tov issue, there's always an option to soak them in hot water. Even on Friday, Yom Tov. Soak them in Friday on uh, hot water, so Shabbat they'll be fresh. fresh. So the point is, Shabbat Yom Tov is not a problem for the rabbi that says, Metaya. So then the Gemara says, if that's the case... If that's the logic that you tell me why they ate an extra day to Elul. So what happened? The rabbi came from Elul, from Babel, Ula. So wow, these guys in Babel would only know how much we benefited them. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Why is it only a benefit for the people in Babel? It's a benefit for the people in Israel also. Why, they don't eat vegetables? Why, they don't have metim? So therefore, what's the, what's the reason why Ula came along and said, oh, if these people in Babel would only know what we did for them, what we did for them by adding an extra day for, uh, for the Elul. So the Gemara says, So the says, For the people in Babel, it's very hot. And therefore, there is more of an issue of spoiling of the vegetables. As well, uh, she says, uh, There's a lot of uh, hot air. It's in the low-lying areas. It's not in the mountainous range. It's really not good uh, air quality. Which means the, the, the decaying of the fruit and the decaying of the metim. That's an issue for Bavel. But in Eretz Israel, since they have good air, so therefore the vegetables don't spoil as fast, and the metim do not decompose as fast, therefore we're really not worried for Shabbat coming next to uh, Kippur, coming next to Shabbat, because even if you can't bury on uh, two days, the body will still remain intact. So therefore the main takana for adding the extra day to Elul is benefiting who? It's benefiting the people of... Bavel comes out and says, Edi, we have a question. Vatani Rabba Bar Shemuel. Yachol, Keshem Shemavrin Tashana Litzorek. Do you think that just like we make an Ibur Shana Litzorek, what's an Ibur Shana? We had an extra Adar. Now, there's a Tzorek, which is a Hakamim, like the Gemara said, it says different uh, reasons why, let's say, the Hakamim to, to benefit the fruit. Etc. There was different reasons why the rabbis would add an extra month to the year. Could you also add an extra date to the month if you have a tzorek? Like this case over here. You're adding an extra date to Elul in order to benefit vegetables or metim. Could you do that? No, you have to sanctify it on the day. There's no playing around. When you see the moon, that's when you sanctify it. So you see what? You cannot add arbitrarily extra days to a month in order to benefit for a tzorich. While you're allowed to do that for the year, you're allowed to add an extra month. However, you're not allowed to add an extra day. So what are you talking? You tell me now they add an extra day in order to benefit. Right. You don't have to do that. The month is what it is. So Rabbah so, answers, no, no question. Which means like this. It's a difference. 
It's a difference if you just want to add an extra day. Adding an extra day is all right. However, Le Kadesh, in order to sanctify it early, without the witnesses coming yet, that's a problem. Which means, if let's say the witnesses came uh, on uh, day uh, 30, Right? right? And you want to just push it off an extra day to 31 right. in order to have it sorech? That's okay, because bottom line, the witnesses showed up already. Uh-huh. All you're doing is delaying. Uh-huh. However, if you want to come along on day 30, before the witnesses came, and you want to proclaim it Rosh Chodesh, that already, it's Asur. So there's a difference between Le Kadesh or Le Aber. Le Aber, which means the, the witnesses came already. But what are you doing? You just... Pushing the day holding them off. off. You're holding them off for a day. Oh, that's okay, let's sort it. But the Kadesh, to sanctify the month, the Kata'ila, before the witnesses show up, that's already Asur. And the Kabbalah explains, Vachi Kabar, Yachol Keshev Shemabirin Tashana, Beta Hodesh, let's sort it. Do you think, just like you can be Abir the Shana, just like you can add an extra month to the year, and you can also add an extra day to the month, you think you could be Kadesh the Chodesh, we sanctify it early for Tzorek? Which means, oh, you got to sanctify it when the witnesses come. You can't sanctify it early, even if you have a Tzorek. Like we learned from the Rebbe Shroom and Nevi, we intimidate witnesses that come on, let's say, day 30. That's the moon was seen at the proper time. But we intimidate them in order to hold their testimony so we can sanctify the month the next day. The next day. Which means once they came already, now already you're allowed to intimidate them in order to push it to the next day. But if the witnesses did not see, right. we don't intimidate them to see, to tell, to tell us that they saw something they didn't see in order to sanctify the month on day 30. So she's to sanctify the month without witnesses, we're not going to do it. Right. However, to push off witnesses that are saying we saw the moon, that already we do. So you see there's a difference between Le Kadesh and Le Abed. Comes again what on says... Let's just read Rashi over here. Rashi says that's one, two, three, four, five lines after they get wide. Ba'yimim ala idim ala chodesh shenin abizmano. Biyom shiloshim. On day 30, shiyahrisu. We tell them, hey, don't, 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 don't testify. We tell them, be quiet. Bishvil abiro. Because we want to be doing the next day. Ve'en ba'yimim biyom shiloshim ala idim shalona'uhu. But on day 30, on witnesses that did not see anything, ba'anan sidichim b'kadesho ayom. But we want to, let's say, sanctify today. K'deh la'afid shabbat miyom kippurim. Because we separate shabbat miyom kippurim for whatever the reason is. Shiyomru na'inu bi'aidu shekir. Right? We don't tell them, listen, testify. Hey, I didn't see anything. I just testify. No, we don't let them testify if they did not see anything. And therefore, we could push push them off if they know something, but we cannot accept them to say something that they didn't see. So Kazakhiburan says, Ini, we have a contradiction. sent to Rabbi Ami. You have to know. Shekol Yamav Shel Rabbi Yohanan, all the life of Rabbi Yohanan, he was an ancient Israel. Hayam Lamedenu, he used to teach us the following. Ma'yemim ala idim ala chodesh, Shelon Nirabizmano, the Kadesho. Afapi Shelon Auhu, 
Yomru Naidu. Now you can even do that. That you, you intimidate the witnesses, even if they say they didn't see. Yeah. You can intimidate them into saying we saw. Remember, yeah, fast she point out we're not talking about witnesses. It's a blatant lie. She's talking about the witnesses of the supak. Right. They're saying yeah, did we, we see saw. it? Was it was it a cloud we saw? Was it the moon we saw? Right. So when Betin has a necessity to make the kedusha on that right. day, yeah, you intimidate them. You saw the moon. You saw the moon. See, we're not talking about where the guys came out of nowhere right. and didn't see anything. Talking about when they saw something that already Rabbi Haran held what. You could be a yam on them even to sanctify the month before. So the Gemara says, Avar Abaye. Abaye Kago says, Lakasha. He says, oh, There's no, no question. Why? What's the, what's the answer? Ha, Bidisan, Vitishri, Ha, Bishar, Yarhe. One's on Nisan and Tishri, and one's on the other months. What's the answer? Look at that sheep. Bidisan, Vitishri, Sheha, Mu'adot, Tilwim, Bekadashin, the Torah. Then already you'll accept witnesses, yeah. even really. if they didn't see, you'll intimidate them because you want to establish the holidays at the right time because when the rabbis want to right. establish them. However, Bishari no. But on other on other months, we're not going to accept testimony of the witnesses really. and intimidate them to say something they didn't see. Now, the question is, what would be the reason on other months where the rabbis would have a purpose that they would want to make the Kiddush HaChodesh early? I understand on these sanitary, it's for the holidays. However, on the other months, what's, what's the, the what, what? On the other months, on the Sun, you have Pesach. On the Sun, you have Sukkot. So I understand that because no, the rabbis could have reasons. They don't want to put the holidays next to each other. They have they have reasons exactly that they want to establish the holidays on certain days. That we can understand why they want to accept the testimony right. earlier than later. But the question is, in the other months, where would you even have a scenario that the Gemara comes along and has to tell us right. you can't accept them uh, early if they didn't see anything? So Rashi tells us the case. Look at the Rashi Bishari Yarhailo. Vim Tomar. Rashi says, Mat Sorek Lanu Bishar Hodashi Mahasir Ul Abir. Why would I want to make, make it either uh, a 30 day or 31 day? What, 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 what's the purpose? So he says, Kegon or Tashishino Basakat Erkhi. What does it say in Masechet Erechid? En pochatid ve'arba'a chodashim ha'be'umbarim b'shana ve'lo nir'el ve'aber yoter al-shemuna Which means, the law is, the way the calendar works, the months have uh, ibur, meaning a month is going to have 30 days, which is called an ibur, not less than 4 and not more than 8. That's the rule, which means the maximum is 8, the minimum is 4. Ve'atam e'farshidan ta'amah now let's say they went already and they were eight. Now the witnesses they didn't show up on day thirty. Now it's going to come in and up having a ninth. You can't do that. So now we have a problem. So there would be a reason why the rabbis would want to accept testimony they didn't get, right? And, and they have our witnesses on day thirty to say they saw what they didn't see in order to make it. So he says. And to that, the Gemara says you don't do it. Only on the Sad and Tishri. Gemara continues. Rava Amar. Rava says, Hadetani Rava Bar Shemuel. That which we learned above. In the name of Rava Bar Shemuel. Who is that going like? Aharimi. That's found the opinion of Aharim. Aharim is the Bimi'ir. The Tanya, let's read the statement first. The Tanya of Ebrayta, Harim Omrim, Harim say, En ben Atzeret la Atzeret, Ve'en ben Rosh Hashanah la Rosh Hashanah, Ela Dalet Yamim Belvad. 
which means according to Ahirim, they hold that the calendar is set. You have six months that are Haser, and you have six months that are Maleh. That means, we, and it alternates, Haser, Maleh, Haser, Maleh. That means every two months you have 59 days. In 12 months you'll have 354 days. And that calendar, according to Rabbi Meir, is a set calendar. To the extent that you can make calculations that between one Rosh Hashanah and the other Rosh Hashanah for the next year, or one Shavuot to one Shavuot, there will always be a four-day gap, which means the Rosh Hashanah falls out on Sunday one year, the next year it will fall out on a Thursday. <laughs> the logic being is because there's always a four-day difference between the years. Because you have, let's say, 350 uh, days to the year, 354 days. So 350 is perfect weeks. That'll give you 50 weeks. Then you have a remainder four. So you carry that over to the next year. So Rosh Hashanah is pushed up four days. The same thing with Shavuot. Now, after it was a leap year, that the leap year, the last of that is always 29 days. And therefore, you have another four weeks, right? Which is 54 weeks in a year, plus you have another day. Because it's 29 days, so that'll push everything up an extra day. Habisha. So therefore, it'll be five days. And therefore, according to this uh, opinion over here, that says that there's always uh, Haser and uh, Maleh, so according to this opinion, Yadat Me'aber and Yadat Me'kadesh Letzorich, which means, we're going to go back to the original statement. The original statement was that we said that just, you're allowed to add a month for Letzorich, but you're not allowed to add a day Letzorich. Now according to this, not only can you not only can you add a day Le'aber, but you're not allowed to add a, not only can you add a day like Kadesh, which means to, 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 to early, but you can't even add a day late, late which is now we're giving you a new answer. Which is the opinion that says you can't add days, we're reading it literally, not early, not late. You can never add a day. Why? Because it's following the Bibir. Because the Bibir is everything set. And one is Maleh, one is Haser, and therefore... You have to follow that uh, always cycle always, which means you, you, you follow the Hasid. You, you, you're not going to accept uh, 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 witnesses to come early to make it for a tzorich. No, it's got to be uh, 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 according to the to the normal cycle where we follow six and six. Look at Rashi. Rashi's Aharimi Dami Leolav Kol Achodashim Echad Malim Ve'Ad Chaser Keseder Molad LeBana. Every two months is going to be 59 days. Rav Dimi from the Ardea, he had a different opposite brighter. The exact opposite. He said, while you're allowed to intimidate the witnesses in order for them to testify on day 30, however, you do not push them off to testify, if they came on day 30, to push them off to day 31. The exact opposite that we were saying. So the Gemara says, my ta'ma, what's the, what's the reason for this opinion? Which means, when witnesses come on day 30, and they say they saw the moon, to push them off to day 31, that's already, that already looks like a lie, like a fabrication. 
Because you have to understand, if they saw it, probably other people saw it as well. And now what, what, what are the people going to say about Bedid? Exactly. They're, they're, they're making games over here. The, the moon was uh, obviously seen on day 30, and they make Rosh Hodesh on day 31. Can't do that. However, when they come along on day 30, right, they have that question what they saw or not, so to intimidate them to say that they saw on day 30, not Mazikashikra. Because the people will come along and say, well, obviously somebody saw something. Right. I bet he's not going to make it. Because it's on day thirty, thirty unless uh, something uh, was visible. So therefore, uh, we, uh, day 30 to sanctify it early is not but to push it off a day after it was seen on day 30, that already is So that's the logic of the reverse. Look at the top Rashi. That one was seen on day 30. The Right, the people are going to come along and think that they pushed it off for no reason. But when nothing was seen, so the shaker does not become evident. Again, I'm just going to read that as she again with the proper commas. Right. Many others saw it as well, but it is Shal Shikin Avnu. Correct, like we understood it. Kazakimaran says, Amar Shemuel. Shemuel said, Yachilna le tikune le chula gola. He says, I can establish and fix the calendar for the entire gola. That's she. I don't need witnesses. I can do it already according to the mathematical uh, calculations. Wow. Shemuel said he was an expert in the astronomy of the way the um, constellations work and all that. So he said, I don't need witnesses even. I can already establish it. In my mind. I know exactly when the moon is going to come. I'll tell you what day is going to come exactly to establish it, which means you wouldn't have to worry about uh, having the shidihim sent out to know exactly when the Shodesh was you wouldn't have to worry about two days of Yom Tov and all that stuff if, if Shemuel was around he says he knew the whole uh, the whole calculation in order that he could uh, establish it uh, himself exactly okay comes again when I continues Amar le Abba Abu de Rabbi Simlaich Le Shemuel So Abba, the father I'm sorry, Abba was his name Who was the Abu de Rabbi Simlaich Who was the father of the Rabbi Simlaich Told Shemuel Again, Shemuel is the expert now, right? <laughs> so he tells Shemuel Yada Amor Hai Milta Are you familiar with the following concept in the astronomy? The Tanya says the Braita the Braita that was called Sodaibur, the secret of the Ibur. That's what they would call the uh, calculations of the moon. They would call them the secret because the Achamim really wouldn't give it out. Even though really nothing Kabbalistic over here. It's just mathematical calculations. But they called it Soda Ibur because the rabbis, uh, while these calculations were uh, factual, they didn't give it out to the people because the rabbis not always went with the calculations. So you understand? If they're going to give it out to the people, everybody's going to know about it. Then when they see the rabbis not using it, they're going to come along and say, hey, what's going on over here? So therefore, they knew the calculations to themselves, but they used it when they needed to use it, and when they needed other reasons, they did not. So they called it Sod Haibur, the secret of the intercalculation of the uh, mood. Okay, in any event, the Kapsa says, what's the case? Dolad Kodem Hatsot 
Which is, do you know anything about this law of when the new moon becomes visible? If it was nolad before Hatzot, or nolad Ahar Hatzot. Which means, we know that the <coughs> cycle of the moon again was said is a 29 and a half cycle, that it revolves around the earth. Now, when the uh, moon itself is positioned in between the sun and the earth, Okay, so at that point over there, that's when we call it the Molad. Okay, that's when the moon is again starting its new cycle. Now, at that point over there, since the half side of the uh, moon that's away from the earth is facing the sun, and the part of the moon that's facing the earth is black, because it's not facing the sun, so therefore you don't see anything. So now it starts to move easterly. Now once it starts to move easterly, now already a sliver of the moon becomes visible. Okay, so now, not at the Molad will you necessarily see the, uh, the new moon. On the contrary, usually it takes a few hours after the Molad in order to start seeing the first sliver of the moon. Now, it's going to be, let's say, for argument's sakes, it would take uh, six hours, let's say in Eretz Yisrael, Six hours after the Molad, in order to see the first sliver of the moon. So therefore you'd really have to know exactly when the Molad was, in order to test if witnesses are being honest or not. What does it mean? If let's say it's a six hour calculation. So let's say it was, if it was seen before Hatsot. So before Hatsot, the Molad was, I'm sorry. The Molad was before Hatsot. The full moon. The full moon. The f- no, not the full moon. No, no moon. The Molad, the new moon. Full moon is on the 15th. The moon travels easterly, and when it gets to the 15th, it's on the other side of the of the earth. And therefore, you know, you see a full moon at that time on the 15th. And the sun is shining its whole sun on the moon itself. Then it continues to travel westerly until the end of the month again. It becomes smaller until the Molad where it's invisible, and then after again you start to see it again. So it travels in an easterly uh, 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 rotation. Now, the point is, if it's before Hatzot, now let's say witnesses will come uh, before sunset, and they're going to come along and say, we saw already the first sliver of the new moon. You believe them? Because since the Mulad was before Hatzot, it's possible that before sunset already the new moon is able to be visible. However, if the Mulad was after Hatzot, and witnesses come along before sunset, which is before six hours, and they come along and say, oh, we saw the new moon, lying. So then it's important to know exactly when the Mulad is, so you'll be able to interrogate witnesses based on when they come. Let's read that in Nashi. She says, Nolad kodem Hatzot o lahar Hatzot. That's what it says. The name is just a Which means there's a difference between a moon that was nolad before Hatzot and a moon that was nolad lahar Hatzot. So he told him, Yadamor. Shimuel, do you know do you know anything about this over here? Do you know what this means? So Lo. So Shemuel tells him, no, I, I never heard this, uh, this before I thought, after I thought, what, what it was, was referring to. <laughs> the fact that you don't know this, 
they lo yadamo. If you don't know this fact, there's going to be other facts also you don't know, which we joke claim but you're the expert and you know everything. Now I'm giving you one question over here and you don't know it, so therefore maybe you don't know other facts as well. That continues. Kisalik Rabbi Zera. Now when Rabbi Zera went to Eris Israel, like Kisalik, he went up to Eris Israel, Shalach Lehu. So he sent the following statements back to Babel. Sarik Shiyeh Laila Vayom Binahodesh, or some read that as Binahadash, that you need the night and the day, literally, to be from the same month. Vizu Sha'amar Abba Abu the Rabbi Siblai. And that's what uh, the fa- Abba, the father of Rabbi Siblai, that was talking to Shibuel, and she wanted to know what he was talking about, that was the following. Mehashevin etolato. That's the way you calculate the moon's conjunction. Nolat kodem asot. If the moon was, uh, uh, the conjunction was before midday, piyadua shinil esamuklishkatahama. Then already you know this, the new moon, the new moon will be visible close to Shikat which means six hours later. If witnesses come and testify, or if the new moon was not uh, visible uh, before Hatsot, then you know for sure before Shikat it's not going to be visible. It has to be, it's not going to be visible until after. Sunset. And Gemara says there might have come now. What's enough coming now? So Gemara says Amar Avashel Achoshel Sahadeh. Right. In order to refute witnesses. So therefore, there is two statements that are said over here. Now we have to understand the first statement that was said. The first statement is that what you need night and day from the same month. Right. The statement was Sanikshi Laila Vayom Berachodesh. What does this mean? So let's read Rashi. Let's start Rashi. Sarikh, Sarikh Shilala, Vayom Benachodesh. Hayom Olech Ahara Laila, which we know that already. By us, the day begins at night. Leyot Hayom Benachodesh, Shayabo Lil Shilifanav. The first day of the month actually starts the night before. Lavadu, Shimdir Ita Lebana Hayshana. Again, old moon. Old moon is before conjunction. If the old moon was visible, Mishashecha Yom Yasim Vitishcha, we'll see 29. The following night, which really we, we would call it the night of the 30th, Shulel Shiloshim, and Mekadeshir Otobiyo Shiloshim. Because although you can have the new moon by day, you have old moon by, by night. night. So in order to make a Hodesh, you have to have the night. And the day from the new moon. You cannot have the night old moon and the day new moon. Which means by night you you'll see as it's coming close to conjunction, the moon now is still visible. Yeah, it's right? So you see a little of it. But if that's from the old moon, now as it continues to go easterly, mm-hmm. right, then by the day already, the next day, close to sunset, already you see the new moon. So on one day you, saw you have old months. moon, new moon. Doesn't work that way. Then they would make the Chodesh the next, the next night. Thank you. you have to have night and day from the new moon. That's what she's telling you. Now, V'im Tomar, Peshita, Te'en B'Kadeshin, Sh'are Lot Re'achadasha, B'Yom Shiloshim. Now she's asking now a, a, a very important question. It's not possible. You know why? The Kaimalad, Osim Arba, Sh'ayim B'Kasis Siyara. 
tell us that there's going to be a 24 hour period where you can't, where see, you can't see anything. Oh. So therefore if you saw it the night before, be on the 30th by night, you're not you going to see it the next day. You're not, it's not going to be appear for another 24 hours. By the end of the old moon, till after the molad, to see the new moon is 24 hours. Right. So how do you have a case? You can't. So he says, can I read the command? It's tariq limad da'amar. This is only going according to the opinion that says Remember we learned an opinion that says what? That sometimes you're allowed to on the witnesses who didn't see to tell them they saw. That's not going to be the case where the, uh, the, the, the moon was visible the night before. I mean, the old moon uh, was visible the night before. Which is on a case where the moon was visible on the 30th. And that's from the old cycle. You can't coerce them the next day. To right. See Coercion is not an option on the next day. Because everybody knows that that moon that was visible the night before is the old moon. Right. And therefore the coercion now is going to look like a scam. Yeah. That they're coercing the witnesses to, 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 to make it Rosh yeah. Chodesh uh, uh, early. Can't do that. And you can't do that. So you're right. It's, the moon is not going to be visible the next day, by the way. For sure, if you saw the old moon on the night of the 30th, old moon, nothing's going to appear on the 30th. So what's the she'ilah? The Sheilah is, could you make Iyub? The Hadush is, no, you're not going to be able to make uh, Iyub no, in such a case. On the 30th day, the, 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 the rabbis want to intimidate witnesses. Doesn't matter, that's what Iyub is. Iyub means that they intimidate the witnesses to testify on something that they didn't see. Because the rabbis want to make Rosh Chodesh on that day for a purpose. So there's rabbis that say you can do that. But not in the case where the old moon was visible the night before. Continue that she. That which he said before Hatsot, after Hatsot, that she didn't know how to interpret it. I'll explain it to you. That for sure you know the new moon is going to be visible before Shekiah. She tells us it's a six hour uh, invisible period after the Bolad. But right after six hours, the first moon is able to be visible. Fine. Okay? So therefore, which is if the Molad was after Hatsot and the witnesses come today, they want to make Kiddush on the 30th day. We don't accept them. Because bottom line, if the, if, the, if the moon was visible after Hatsot, I'm sorry, if the Molad was after Hatsot, for sure, already the Rosh has to be on the Following day, that's coming now. To 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 to. After the there's 24 hours after the old moon, after the old moon disappears. So now it's 24 hours of 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 blank of nothing. Now you have the molad. So she shall have an Eretz Israel 18 hours before the molad that the moon is not visible and six hours. After the Bolad. Okay. So that's your 24 hours. 
Okay. But six hours after the Mulan, the moon becomes visible for minute. And it's just, and that's why you have to know if it was before Hatsot. They have to Hatsot to know exactly when they accept the witnesses who come uh, before uh, Shikiyahuna. There is 24 hours uh, that the moon is invisible, that cannot be seen between before the Mulan and after the Mulan. Now, Lididan, for the people in Bavel, Shit Me'atika, six hours, which means the old moon, it is six hours before the old moon, that's already when the invisibility starts in Bavel. And then 18 hours after the new moon, there is still invisibility, which means the first time in Bavel that they're able to see the new moon would be 18 hours after the Mulat. However, they did who for Bnei Eris Yisrael? Shit mehatta. So the visibility of the moon is much quicker. You can see it six hours after the new moon. However, the old moon already has invisibility 18 hours before the Mulat. Now, obviously this is based on great uh, uh, facts that one has to know about the cycle of the sun and the moon and the different uh, geographical locations. So we will uh, uh, just uh, note, uh, we'll read it in Ashi, but we will note that the art scroll, um, 20B3 and 20B4, has a great elucidation explaining it in great detail exactly the uh, cycle of how this comes out. But suffice it to say that uh, in Pirush Rashi, we're explaining that this mathematical calculation will come out only if you say that the uh, Molad happened before Hatzot or after Hatzot. Based on the statement of the Mizera that said before that if the Molad happens before Hatzot, then the moon is visible before sunset. If it happened after Hatzot, the moon is visible after sunset. So based on this Molad phase that's happening at around Hatzot, so this fact of the Mizera will also be true, that the visibility will be in Eretz Yisrael six hours after the Molad, and 18 hours invisibility of the old one, where in Be'nebavil they'll have visibility 18 hours after the Molad. So that's to be uh, in conjunction with the Mizera's <coughs> first statement of the Molad taking place at around Hatzot. Now comes the Gemara and says, Again, what's the Nafkamina for these calculations? Again, in order to refute witnesses. If the witnesses come along, and they're going to come uh, before uh, sunset, and they're going to say they saw the moon. If the uh, Mulad was after Hatzot, there's no way they could have seen the new moon. And therefore, or within uh, the hours, let's say, according to, this, according to the hours, let's say, if, if somebody comes in the Israel Israel within uh, uh, six hours after the Mulad, and says he saw the new moon, you, you know, you can't, uh, you, you cannot, uh, cannot trust him, you know he's uh, lying. Now comes the Gemara and says, Look, just read Rashi, the fourth one, one, two, three, four, La Chosei Sa'adeh. Which is, if they come along and say that they saw the old moon as well as the new moon within 24 hours, you know that they are lying. Because you know that the old moon was not visible from 18 hours before, the new moon was not visible six hours after. So therefore, if they come along and say, we saw the old and new moon within 24 hours, anybody says that, you know they are lying. We have a statement. Which means you have to have the night and the day 
from the same month. Which means we said that the uh, when it comes to the cycle of the mood, the night, the day, according to the Jewish calendar, starts at the night. And therefore you have to have the new moon visible at night. You cannot have at night an old moon, and in the day, new moon. It has to start from the night. So the Gemara is going to have to prove to us, how do you know that the day starts at the night? Minalan. So the Bihanan Amar, Me'erev Ad Erev. Which is regarding uh, Kippur. The Torah says, Me'erev Ad Erev Tishpetu Shabbat Techem. Implying that what? That the Kippur starts at night. Me'erev Ad Erev. From one night to the subsequent night. Which means it starts from the night. Vashi. Regarding the holidays, it starts at night. That's regarding Pesach. Torah tells us that you celebrate Pesach starting on the uh, 14th of Nisan at night, which is really the 15th, and you go all the way until the 21st of the month, Ba'irif. Now what does that mean? As she says, When's the holiday end? At night. doesn't end in the day. It ends at the night. Which is, must be the day goes by the night. So you're starting on the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21th. seven days. And then Ba'irif, that night already Pesach is over. So now the Gemara says, "My benayu." So what's the dafka mina between these two pesukim? Abaye Amar Mashmau Dorshim Ika benayu. That's all it is. Which means the, this one likes this derasha, that one likes that derasha. There's really no halachic difference between the two of them. It's just uh, what's more mashma. He's more mashma for me'ariv and me'ariv, and he likes the other derasha of be'esrim ve'achad la'chodesh ba'ariv. Right. So therefore, it's just Mashmau Dorshim, which was more. Uh, Mashmaut or implication which was more clear to one rabbi or another. Comes again and says, Rabbi Amar Hatzot Laila Ikabinayu. Man di alipi yom kipurim. If you learn from yom kipurim, olechat tayilat laila dechtiv me'ayre v'tayre. If the old moon was visible even at the beginning of the 30th night, you cannot make the Rosh Chodesh on the 30th day, because bottom line, the night begins from the beginning. But according to the opinion that of the Matzot, you don't go from the beginning of the night. Achilat Matzah Rishut. Really the Achilat Matzah, meaning being voluntary, starts at Hatzot from the first line until the 21st. Ubelvach lo yuchal hamez, so long as you don't eat. Hamez, kedamina b'sheli, abepesachim. The Hatzot lala Rishon, haluk mehem. The first night until Hatzot is separate. It's not considered part of the subsequent nights in the sense of the Mshach ima Pesach and Ishat ba'asar. That's connected to the 14th day when the Qurban Pesach was slaughtered, which means the Qurban Pesach slaughtered on the 14th. So you can eat the Qurban until when? Until Hatzot. That's all really considered part of the day before. When does the new day begin, so to speak? At Hatzot. According to this opinion, even if the old moon was seen in the beginning of the night until Hatzot, you can still 
uh, intimidate the witnesses the next day to say that they saw it in order to sanctify the month. If you had a reason, I'd say, to make Kippur separate from Shabbat. So again, Nafkamina is when does the day start? According to the Kippur, the Rashad starts right in the beginning. If the old moon was seen right in the beginning of the night, sorry, you cannot make Rosh Hodesh the next day, even through Iyub. However, according to the opinion that's using the Pesach, so therefore really the Qurban, the Achilat uh, Matzah goes until Hatzot, that means Hatzot is really connected to the day before, and the Ayyub of not eating Hametz, and the Matzah the shoot really begins at Hatzot, so therefore the if the witnesses come along, and they say, uh, or an old moon was seen, up until Chatzot, even still the witnesses can come the next day and Obeti can come the next day and sanctify the new month if they have made so they have